If you've ever thought about creating a podcast and just not known where to start, Anchor should be your first choice. It is the easiest way to make a podcast. And the best part about it, it's free. Literally, it has creation tools built into it that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other platforms. You don't even need a minimum amount of listeners to make money from your podcast on Anchor. Believe me, it doesn't get any easier than this. Everything you need for your podcast is in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, welcome to the Mara Pose Podcast, Prosy's Corner, where we work hard to bring you inspiring guests who motivate, elevate, and encourage creativity. Thank you for tuning into our show. Please grab your favorite beverage, relax, and enjoy the next 30 minutes with me and my co-host, Nikki W. Hello, prosers. Thank you so much for tuning in to another great episode of Prosy's Corner. I'm your host, Mara Prose, and today I have the honor of interviewing a very talented and authentic lady who wears many, many hats. She is the Amazon bestselling author of Finding Grace and founder of Color in Grace. I was so happy and appreciative when she agreed to be on the show. I discovered her book, as I've told her, by it popping up on my tablet when I was getting on it to play a game. And I literally read her book in one setting. It is so inspirational. It gives you hope. So without further ado, please welcome Grace Leong. Hi, Hi, Grace. Hi, thank you so much. That's an amazing introduction. We, I'm just so pleased to to have you on the show, and, and thank you for accepting. I, I definitely want to jump immediately into um, learning more about you. So, Grace, do you mind just telling us a little bit about yourself? Yeah. As you said, I wear many heights. Actually, I feel like I have lived about five different lives <laughs> I bet <laughs> so it's quite complicated but in short words um I was born and raised in China in poverty I um have a very abusive mom and I ran away from my home in my 20s to Shanghai to mm-hmm. pursue my uh, own independence a new life without everything without money friends uh, a job. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, everyday living one dollar. And then finally, I get my roots down, have a nice life there. And I met my uh, late husband there. So I give up everything in Shanghai, which is that I had a pretty good life there and then start over again in America. So that's another lifetime seems like. <laughs> <laughs> and Immediately, I, I become a stepmom, and a couple of years later, I became a grandma because my late husband's kids, they're older. Okay. And then about uh, 2017, I lost my late husband to cancer. So I from a 
very happily married wife. I call myself the most spoiled wife on earth, <laughs> a, a, a widow. And then through the whole grieving process, um, become a, again, a very in, independent and very happy single woman. And now changed again. I got married about three months ago. I married my best friend. So I, I become a wife and stepmom again. So that's me. Congratulations, though, Grace. I, I will say I am truly sorry for your initial loss of your first husband. Yeah. I can imagine the pain of that. Um, last year, my mother was diagnosed with breast cancer. And, mm-hmm. and with the grace of God, thankfully, they got it all in one surgery. But it's it's a, a awful disease, you know, and, and to watch, I've seen friends and family members just deteriorate from it. Mm -hmm. So I, I can imagine, but coming from, from Shanghai and then to America, what do you feel like was the, the hardest uh, adjustment for you when you made that change? There, there are many, many things. First, um, the language barrier, I did not speak much English at all. So I came here, I learned English, I learned how to drive, I learned how to cook, um, I learned how to be a wife and a mom. <laughs> so, right, right. <laughs> and all, the, all the cultural difference, like, uh, uh, you know, something I would think about this way based on our culture, that is a common sense, but based on American culture, that's not common sense so it's very hard to understand yes. sometimes uh, create a lot of um difficulty but also if you see another side um it's quite interesting like right now i have a two systems one is a chinese system not just language or culture but also you know it's it's a way to to see things differently so in my mind i can switch back and forth all the time and then understand things in a more broader um, point of view. So a lot of times that find the balance very interesting there. I bet. And especially I know with technology, it's come a long way. The more followers that I get in different countries, Mm -hmm. being able to have that the different translation tools mm-hmm. so that I can communicate with them now. Cause you know, at one point I, I would not have been able to, yeah. a lot of them have said they've taken my blog and converted it into their own language. Mm-hmm. So thankfully technology has come so far that we're able to do that. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. The world gets smaller. <laughs> yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd listened to um, some of your interviews and just even in your book about your love story. I mean, it was like a fairy tale. (laughs) It really was a fairy tale. Mm -hmm. Did you have any aspirations of what you're doing now, Grace? Or do you feel like because of everything that you went through and in his passing that that really sparked ambitions in you? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I have uh, so many ambitions before even. Okay. But after he passed away, um, his death, not the first one I experienced. The first one I experienced was my father. He mm-hmm. passed away when I was in high school. That's mm-hmm. cancer too. So as you read my book, you know, I almost drawn in my own pool too. As yes. I tell people, what really can teach people actually is death. 
it really just give you that sense of urgency. We really need to live our life fully. So for yes. me, I mean, before I said I want to become best-selling author, I I did. I want to make a certain amount of money, I did. I want to own how much big, how big of a house, I did. Whatever many things you can think about those material type of thing.、Mm-hmm. But now, what I feel, what my ambition is, every day, I hope I can enjoy every day. For me, that's a pretty big. Go there to achieve. Amen.、Yeah. I I love that, and that's how I feel too. When I when I read your book and just the loss that you went through, one of the big pivotal moments in my life too was losing my father unexpectedly、mm-hmm. to、um, a massive heart attack, and I felt like that just really shook my world. And like you, I had previous ambitions, but I was a wife. And a mother,、mm-hmm. and you know when you have a family, it, it's hard to balance、mm-hmm. um, all that we're doing now when、mm-hmm. you have children that are smaller.、Mm-hmm. So that was one of the things that I felt like I really connected with you on,、um, and also just a, a different form, I guess, of grieving.、Mm-hmm. Like yours was the loss of your husband. Of course, mine. Was my divorce、mm-hmm. that I felt like was unexpected as well, and there and there was definitely a grieving process with that.、Yeah. Being with my high school sweetheart since I was fourteen、mm-hmm. um, for twenty five years, and it just I don't think I ever got the opportunity to identify self、mm-hmm. until after that, and then there's just going you know the divorce was anything but amicable. And just trying to get two kids through it, and and family opinions, but I I do appreciate and am grateful for that experience, and I feel like you feel that way as well, Grace. Even through all the pain that you've experienced, it's also you can find from your book. I felt like you found a sense of beauty in it as well. Am I、yeah. wrong in that? Yes, yes, that's totally right. Yes. <laughs> I think doesn't matter what kind of、uh, loss, like you say, divorce is kind of loss.、Uh, losing your loved one to death is loss, and、mm-hmm. all of those loss need to go through a natural grieving process. And if we make it very simple, grieving process is basically from a previous identity、mm-hmm. to. A new identity because you lost someone or something, and the old identity not exists anymore.、It、doesn't matter how much you want, so you have to pretty much life force you to create a new identity to suit your new、um, surroundings or your new life. So that's the whole grieving about, and in that grieving process, the beauty. Is we actually? I always describe like kind of like I'm walking in the garden of my mind or my heart.、Mm-hmm. I often see so many amazing things I never saw before about myself. Yes, and that discovery about myself, that self love, 
that love from God, that's something I never thought about before. So that's a beauty about grieving is you gave birth to a new life, to a new identity. And that's the part actually bring people hope. I agree. I absolutely agree with that. Um, I feel like that's what also one of the many hats that you wear also is a motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. And I feel like from those experiences, again, that's what kind of spawned that for you to be a motivational speaker. I read the, you know, your post. I, I love them. Um I for a one that I would just like to use as an example is I love the one where you spoke to women and told them that they should embrace being single, mm-hmm. you know, learn to learn about themselves mm-hmm. and before they move forward into a different relationship. And that again really resonated with me because I felt like right out of the divorce. I was looking for that immediate validation, comfort, and I didn't go on, honestly, too many dates before I realized, you know what, I don't need to do this at all Mm -hmm. because I am just not ready for this. Um, I I need to just focus on me. And I think when you do that, when you rush in from relationship to relationship to relationship, you leave yourself wide open for unnecessary pain. Yeah. Not just that, most important is you don't even know who you are yet. True. And when you don't know who you are, you, you know, human has this tendency, kind of like uh, we live with a image outside people see us. Mm-hmm. Not everybody outside and inside is the same. A lot of times because human look for approval a lot from other people. Yes. So their image doesn't really reflect who they are entirely. And mm-hmm. this image doesn't matter what the image will be, but this image is not real us. So when people fall in love with this image, people doesn't fall in love with us. And that's the biggest problem or biggest danger. Because that person think about that person really love you, but you feel no. You don't really know me. You don't really love me. And that will become a problem. Yes, so, it will. Yeah. So the, the so that's why I tell people, make sure you fall in love with yourself first. You know who you are. You live a life inside, outside, really match. And now when you're in a different level, people see you, they see the real you. And if they fall in love with this real you, you feel this fulfillment about real love. If not, you always have a hole in your heart. I feel like people don't really understand me. People don't really love me. So that's the bottom line, the foundation about a relationship. We need to date ourselves first. Yes, we do. And I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I, When I do have people who come to me and I try to provide inspiration and motivation to them as well, I am all about self-love, self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Now, like you say, if you don't get in touch with yourself and you're constantly seeking validation outside of yourself, there's always going to be a hole to fill. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be something missing. And I felt like that was a big part, even in my marriage, 
I never was able to grow in that area Mm -hmm. because I had always been a we from the time that I was a teenager Mm -hmm. to marriage. I never was able to just master that and say, okay, who is Mara? What does she want? Because it was constantly, I had responsibilities. And now the beauty of it now is I am very much enjoying just being single, pursuing all of my passions Mm -hmm. and just every day, like you say, Grace, I am finding something new and interesting about myself. Yeah. That's yes. amazing, right? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> what do you think was probably, I would say, the most, the hardest thing that you feel like you've been through thus far in from the time of losing your husband and up to this point of just trying to get to know Grace again and learning who you are. Was there ever just a moment that you felt like, okay, this is, this is just so hard. Where do I go from here? Very good question. I want to say, I have to say, I want to make it a little bigger in my whole lifetime. Mm-hmm. Before I thought losing my late husband was the hardest thing. It was. Mm-hmm. But after walking with God for more than one year, when I look back to my life, I realized the hardest part actually was did not know God at all. Was all on my own. Don't know what's happening. Don't know who I am. Don't know where I belong. Don't know where mm-hmm. I'm going. Mm-hmm. That feeling is horrible. Yes. When I look back to after I lost my late husband, at that time, people, I mean, about three months later, I, I traveled by myself, was the first solo travel, it was horrible at the beginning, everything went wrong. If you read, read that book, you probably remember. Yes, I remember. <laughs> yes, but after that, everything just becomes so good. And people see me, they say, you are glowing. No <laughs> one believes I was a widow at that time. Now, when I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, it wasn't me. It was God there constantly with me. Yes. Lift up my spirit, give me the comfort, give me the peace. So the point is, even in that difficult situation, I lost my true love. Mm -hmm. I had so many difficulties to live alone. I didn't even think about I could live again. But in all this difficulty, because God there somehow, of course, we never know how he does. Somehow he provides this peace in my heart and make me have this um, ability to look outside my window to feel like, oh, it's so lucky I'm still alive. Look at the blue sky, the beautiful flowers and birds singing that bring me joy. Yes. And for me, that is something I never was able to have without God. So I agree. Once your question is, yeah, I'm not sure how many people um, really talk about bring God to life, but even you don't believe in God, if you believe there is a higher power, I do believe, I hope you do, there's a higher power there in our life. And if we can align with that, we know what, what our life purpose is, life becomes so much balanced. 
Yes. And that's how I felt too. I felt like in the beginning, I always had some type of spirituality, Mm -hmm. but it definitely wasn't as deep as it is now. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there wasn't as much um, focus on Bible study and being engaged and actually learning the Bible and understanding my relationship with, you know, God and Christ and just everything as a whole, even understanding the Holy Ghost and how Mm -hmm. the Holy Ghost will come and and give you peace. And, you know, those little voices in your ear are not always just (laughs) bad. It's like the Holy Ghost trying to instruct you. Yeah. yeah. And I, I really credit my spirituality in getting me to the place that I am now. Absolutely. Hands down. I would not have made it without the grace of God. And that was another thing that really touched me about your book. And then even the post that I see on Facebook is your spirituality. I think that's a beautiful thing, Grace. And I commend you for sharing that and encouraging other people to seek out their spirituality, whatever it is. Yeah. For Mm -hmm. me, as I said, I have learned so many different things because I want to heal myself first. So I attend many different trainings in this personal development uh, industry. I learned so many great things. They all helped. But there's always some very stubborn pain or trauma there. It is no matter how much I try, it just mm-hmm. couldn't take away. And after I really study about the word of God, I really follow Holy Spirit, the guidance mm-hmm. every day I, I pray for, and then I allow, kind of like law of attraction, right? You ask, allow, yes. and I receive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Same thing to you. I, I believe law of attraction is another form of prayer. So I see amazing results, just like years hurt and pain from uh, the abusive relationship with my mom, just kind of like gone. Mm-hmm. Now I, I'm all, all right to spend some time with my mom. Before that was very, very hard. I couldn't yes. do it. <laughs> so yeah, my point is I have learned so many main, mainstream, all kind of technology to heal myself. But mm-hmm. what really worked is God. So that's my point. <laughs> yes. And I, I second that. I really want our listeners to really dig deep if you don't have, or you're kind of wavering. And, you know, I tell people all the time, it's more than just showing up to church on Sunday. It's so much more than that. Literally, Mm -hmm. there's several times a day that I'm stopping grace and I I have to speak to God and I have to pray, Mm -hmm. or there's moments that I'm excited for something my children did or even coworkers. And I thank God for that. And I didn't do that before. He is very much a large part of my day. Yeah, same. You know, it's very interesting. Like early when we just started to talk and you mm-hmm. tell me the story, how you found my book. Well, I was listening. I was inside of me saying thank you to God. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And I know that is nothing. I mean, that's immediately what I thought when you uh, responded and agreed. I I just, it kind of just kind of gave me chills because again, I read that in one setting and there was so much that was parallel to my life. It was different experiences, but it was pretty much like we were traveling the same path and dealing with the same things and overcoming those. 
every obstacle that was presented our way, we were overcoming it and growing stronger each time. Yeah, when you said that, I just got chill. I still get chill right now. <laughs> and then some words just came to my head, like we're spiritual twins. <laughs> yes, yes, we definitely are. <laughs> Part two of my amazing interview with Grace Leong will be released in the next week. Be sure to tune in then for the conclusion of Living Gracefully. Mm-hmm.